This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. I appreciate you for lending me your ears for a few minutes of your valuable time. God bless you for allowing me to encourage you today. My heart aches, and I have had such a heavy weight as I pay close attention to the man-made challenges that we face each day. I have found myself shedding tears, silent tears, for my sons, even when nothing is going on with them. You see, to be a young black man in America, an African-American male within the black community is difficult. It seems surviving from day to day has become a struggle for our young black men. I want to remind you, even if you do not have sons, you may have brothers, fathers, husbands, cousins, nephews, or friends. And no matter how many of these young black men exist within your family, immediate or extended, the loss of any one of them is devastating. But that devastation is magnified 100-fold when the loss is due to the intentional negligence of someone else. Even a more hallowing blow when we learn that the life of someone we love has been tragically ended by those who have sworn to protect and serve all. As I watched the unfolding of the case of George Floyd's killer, the proceeding was interrupted by breaking news. It was quickly revealed that another African-American male had been gunned down by a white police officer during a traffic stop. After viewing the video evidence along with the world, my body grew numb. The young man who was shot and killed has the same last name as my nephews, Wright. One of those nephews has been locked in an unjust legal system for the past eight years. Now I'm not okay with him being incarcerated because I decree and declare that he will be coming home soon. Of course, that is my consolation during this time of unrest within black and brown communities everywhere. You see, my nephew, Stanley Wright, is still alive and God continues to sustain him. Young Dante Wright will never again return home. That saddens me. Now, I did not know this young man. Such a statement gives me cause for a long pause. The officer is still explaining that the shooting was an accident as she pulled her gun as opposed to her taser. Yet the matter was a traffic stop of a young man, unarmed, black, youth, 20 years old. Such a routine matter should never have required neither taser nor gun. The overzealous white police officers have become so aggressive that being pulled over for a routine traffic stop has proven deadly for too many young black and brown men. The announcements are now so sadly familiar, it seems we know, even if only in the back of our minds, that we will hear of another young black man being shot and killed 
from events that had not started out violently and should have ended with a simple ticket and possibly a fine. This is the point at which I must consult with God's word as some say they are tired of praying and seeing nothing happen. I understand such frustration, but I also understand this very time has been recorded in God's word in Proverbs first chapter where King Solomon urges young men to obey both mother and father and follow the right path, but avoid evil and embrace wisdom. In Proverbs 1 and 24, because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded, but you have set at naught all my counsel and would none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear come as desolation and your destruction come as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then shall you call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me clearly, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoever hearkens unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. In other words, God said he made himself available to us all, yet many ignore him until we really need him, as we need him to intervene today, right now. Yet he said he would laugh at our calamity. Calamity is defined as an event causing loss, sudden devastation, and distress. God said he would call, we would call, but he would not answer. He said those who continue to ignore his invitation to truly be in fellowship with him, to truly be God's people and live under the covenant of his provision and divine protection, would suffer the devastating consequences of our own actions. In the end, he said those who hear unto him or hearken unto him would dwell safely and quietly from evil. We as a people must embrace God's covenant with us. Now, please do not run out with the mix or misinformation that I am blaming any of these young men for their own demise because that would not be accurate. However, I am saying it is time that we all stop playing and start praying. Too many of God's people have decided to only deal with God and our covenantal promises when it is convenient for us reminding God what he said he would do but negating or pretending we do not understand that we are to live for him in return. 
So when God seems to be ignoring us as we struggle with the devastation of loss and despair, think it not strange. Perhaps it is God that has grown weary of our disrespect, disregard, and disloyal behaviors when it comes to our covenant with him. The paralyzing heartache and pain that I feel for young Dante's mother Feelings of helplessness cloud my mind when I consider the father who more than likely directed his own son to do what is right and things would work out. The devastation that Dante's younger sister must be experiencing just knowing that her brother will never return home again. A young son will have to grow up without his father and at the tender age of one and a half, he will most likely not remember his dad. Yet so many still wonder why we embrace the Black Lives Matter movement. The movement can move forward when we all decide that we're going to be God's people and we're going to do what God said we should be doing. The raw emotions that stirred within me when I looked at the situations that are unfolding when I heard of a 13-year-old being gunned down by a police officer, and the, the list is much longer, but these are the two latest on the scene. The raw emotions that stirred within me caused psychological unrest, so I wrote a letter to the Black Sun. Dear Black Sun, you are the reason that I stand tall as my heart fills with patience and love. You are proof of my past choices, my decisions that God so richly blessed from above. You represent my future, the hopes and dreams I hold. You are my present inspiration. It's your name I whisper throughout the day in silent prayer and supplication. I fell deeply in love with you, my son, when you were only a flicker within Remember the moment I saw your sweet little face about the time godly wisdom set in. We knew we wanted to give you the world and protect you every day you live. Very quickly, God whispered, I will protect and provide and the world is not yours to give. That day I understood God's intention for mothers as he sat so high above. From my strong, handsome black son, God taught me Faith, trust, and unconditional love. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. By faith, I had to believe God for my healthy baby, then allow God to be our means. Trust is a firm belief in the reliability or strength in the Almighty I'd find. It is the hope that if you have it, gives peace to ease your troubled mind. Love is an intense feeling of a warmth and soothing deep affection. An emotion so strong, quiet melody to a song made me vow I would be your protection. Please know that you are the reason I live, laugh and love as hard as I actually do. The one I care for, promise to always be there for he who uplifts my spirits, that's you. Black Sun, 
I love you wider than the world itself. Love you deeper than the deepest sea. Love you longer than my life will last. But when I am gone, my love will be your precious lingering memory. Please know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. So said the word of God. You belong to him and he to you. No ifs, ands, or buts. Even when times are hard. I need you to remember these words I say. And to each you connect and cleave. God promised to always be there with you. Promised to never forsake nor leave. Black son, he warned that others would hate you. Even from the times of old. But fear not man who could kill the body. Fear God who can destroy body and soul. Always live your life doing the things that are right. We taught you very well. Never forget or take for granted the hard teachings in stories we would tell. We work to instill lessons of God's holy will. Told you, let him direct your path. Taught you, be careful to treat everybody well or prepare for God's righteous wrath. We explained that some would fear you. Know you came from kings and queens. Stand straight, respectful. Remain kind to others. On God's understanding, you must lean. Take his yoke upon you and learn of him. In divine relationship, you will follow his way. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, mind, and soul. And know that he hears each time you pray. Be not deceived by the smiles of others. Be kind, but beware of the fake. God sees and he knows all about your struggles to forgive your every mistake. Always stand when shaking a hand. Firmly grip, make eye-to-eye contact. Be slow to speak, quick to forgive, so that God pardons you, faith intact. Black son, present yourself in the very best light. Others see and will analyze you. Your demeanor, your walk, the way that you talk, and every little thing that you do. Show respect to everyone. Each deserves your absolute best. You never know when an encounter is designed for you to pass God's test. Be humble, be kind. So many struggle you find, even in traffic, my son. You never know what God has in store. Just know for sure this encounter might be the one. Remember, I love you to the moon and around the world again. The love I have for you is unconditional, undeniable, undying, lingering love will never end. This love I have for you, God gave to me, could never be replaced by another. For as long as you live, And every ounce of love that you give, remember this letter to my black son from your loving mother. Well, family, this is number 51 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. I am in serious prayer for our young black men. I heard someone say they were tired, tired of praying, and it seems daily hearing of yet another young black man being gunned down or somehow blatantly murdered by law enforcement can take a dangerous toll on our psychological and emotional well-being. I understand 
as we tend to feel that God is either not hearing or refuses to answer, please allow me to clarify. God hears his people's cry and he knows of all our troubles, but all of his promises have been carefully explained under covenant. You see, God promised to be our God if we would be his people. He expects his people to obey his commands, respect his law, remain humble, prayerful, and loving. A covenant is an agreement where both parties must uphold his or her part of the contract. When one side disregards or disrespects the terms of the contract, the other side may very well refuse to uphold their end. In other words, God has been and remains our God, but it seems people want to negate God and his laws while things are going well. Some don't even acknowledge him until they get into trouble or face insurmountable circumstances. Just imagine what your relationship would look like with your husband, wife, or significant other if you only talked with them or showed appreciation when you needed something. In other words, as long as things are going your way and you do not feel you need that person who loves and adores you so much, you simply ignore and even deny them. Yet the moment you really need something that only they could provide for you and they do not answer you, you get frustrated, angry, and claim you are tired of not being answered or having your wishes granted. I urge you, consider getting into a real relationship with Christ. I have said it before and I will repeat God has done too much for our black and brown communities for us to treat him as if he is a genie in a bottle. Only call on him when we need something and we are so arrogant to think we are so wonderful while doing any and everything that we are big and bad enough to do, no matter what God says about it. Yet we want to scold God and tell everyone how we are tired of praying and tired of unanswered prayers. Consider this. God gave his only son to die for each of us and our sins so that we could live for him. He died for us. So why would we not want to live for him? I only have two sons and I love them so much that I would not give the life of either for the sins of this world. Yet God gave his only son for us, for all of us. According to 2 Chronicles 7th chapter in the 14th verse, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. So here we have again, God in his infinite wisdom saying, if my people, he's talking about us, would follow my directions. He's talking about his word and what he told us to do. Just keep our end of the agreement, 
Then I will hear from heaven, says God, forgive their sins and heal their land. Folks, God's word is filled with God's directions, directions written more than 2000 years ago that have foretold of the very things, the very events that are taking place today. The same that has warned us that when we see such scenes as are unfolding, stand in holy places. Now, I cannot guarantee that something will not happen to your son, to your daughter, to your children. I cannot even make guarantees for my own sons. But what I can do is seek and serve God and teach my children to do the same. Leading by example and then speaking, decreeing and declaring God's promises of provision and divine protection over their lives. In the meantime, and in between times, if we love the Lord, we will keep his commandments so that he answers our prayers. Let us love our young black sons enough to teach them to walk uprightly as God has commanded. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I pray that you seek to serve God for real today. I pray God's blessings, grace, and mercy abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn page. Remember, you can listen to me on Amazon Music as well as my new platform on YouTube. Yes, if you ask Alexa, she will take you there. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows, you might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.